Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. The Challenge All-Star 3 Picks Cast Preview Fantasy League. We got it all here for you. Remember to smash the like button to the episode. No spoilers, by the way. I don't want to see spoilers, although we got Spoiler Rob on the show. I don't want to know the spoilers because I want to enjoy watching the show. Sub to Mayo Media Network, and most of all, play in the Challenge Fantasy League exclusive to the viewers and listeners of the Pat Mayo Experience. You can find that. It's free to play down in the description on Fantasizer.com. You get to make six picks. It's done DraftKings style, where you have a salary cap. Each player has money involved with them you get points for fighting for hooking up for getting drunk for winning eliminations for winning the season anything that encompasses being on reality tv that is how you win the fantasy league what we are doing today is going to be a little bit different however what we will be doing is drafting team standard snake draft and whoever has the most points towards the end is going to win between the three of us it's going to be myself rob mcintyre the guy who does the scoring so obviously he's going to cheat and win and adam rank from the nfl network what's going on guys hey what's happening thanks for having us I, I had to get you on specifically, right? Because this is what we always do. But you've been binging. Ooh. You've been binging old seasons of the Real World. Yeah, I, you know what's funny is I never watched the the original Eric B. Wait, Eric Nice, Heather B. <laughs> I'd never watched that season. I mean, I knew who those people were, but I'd never seen the full season. And it was remarkable to go back and just look at the way that the Real World started to what we have now. And it was uh, it was quite entertaining. Plus, I wanted to watch the reunion, so it would make a lot more sense if I had actually seen the season. So I've really I've really uh, done a deep dive on Paramount Plus. I should be doing better things with my time. The Angels are winning, so I've <laughs> I don't have a lot of th- I don't really have a lot of time, but I've been going back and enjoying those shows. Well, Rob, how would you say that All-Stars has stacked up against the actual challenge that you see on MTV? Obviously, you get All-Stars on Paramount+, Plus, like Rank mentioned. I think it is a much superior product. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Obviously, last season had its issues with the final and stuff. Um, but especially compared to these last couple of seasons, I would say it's a complete home run compared to the regular show. Yeah, Rank, how have you, because it took you a while to get into All-Stars, because I remember yeah. we were talking about it, you hadn't watched it yet. How good are these seasons? They're amazing. It's way better. It is really, it's kind of, un, it's difficult to really understand. I was trying to make a, the the proper the proper analogy, because to me, I always felt like the all-stars was going to end up being like the champions 
league in the, or what is it? Is the champions not the PGA one? Yeah. Where when once the guys hit fifty, they go and play, and Phil Mickelson <laughs> won like four of the first five events. And I thought like you know perhaps the younger people would do that, but it really has been a lot more enjoyable. It's the names we grew up with. It's everybody that we're familiar with. I think that when you watch the current version of the challenge, they're now bringing in a lot of randos. If you don't watch Survivor or anything like that, it's it's kind of losing a little bit of its luster. And all the people that we like are now showing up on the All-Stars. And I think that it's absolutely dominated the, uh, the, uh, the challenge that you see on MTV. Rob, I don't want to call you out here, but look at yourself on the fucking screen. Well, I know. As soon as we got it set up and then the camera fell down off the passport I had it sitting on and then now I'm trying to readjust it mid-show. It's a disaster. Why is it sitting on a passport? Well, because you told me I needed to perk it up and that's all I had near me. Oh my gosh. Well, this is... How long have you been doing this? You can't afford a table? <laughs> well, so our house is really loud right now so I had to go book a study room at a place near me so I didn't have my usual uh, materials okay. around me. All right. it's, one of those, it's one of the things like that always happens to me where I overcorrect in trying to do a good presentation for the show and it, it falls apart. Well, I mean, no, I understand that, that, that like uh, we can almost see the bottom of your chin. So that's good. That's good news. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get that figured out. Let's get to the draft though. Cause I'm excited to do, I did a random draw before we started to see how we would end up picking this. Obviously once again, play in the fantasy league link is down in the description, uh, free to play. It's DFS style where you have a, you have six picks. You nominate someone for a team captain. All the rules are up on the site, but you pick six players within a salary cap. So obviously you can't have everyone you want. We will not be doing that as a way to preview the cast. We will be drafting everyone. And with the third pick in this snake draft, so picks three and four will be me. I actually drew up Ooh. last Rob gets pick number two rank. You are, on the clock oh with the first i was pick. so i was so worried about this because i i felt like no matter where i went i was gonna get harangued i'm like please let me have the third pick and i can pretend that the picks that you guys were making like that's who i would have picked i'm kind of hemmed in here now the one okay i'll just go ahead and make the pick i'm gonna go with jordan and i think i'll tell you why because jordan i wanted the guy that number one will probably create the most drama and we'll get in the most fights. We'll get in the most arguments. He might hook up with somebody, but also has a legitimate chance of winning this thing. And I think that, you know, whenever we watch him, and I think the last couple of years that he was doing uh, with his girl, his fiance, he was more concerned about getting court, you know, getting her, bringing her along instead, of, but still dominating, which was always weird. Like he's so good that he's like, well, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sort of half play for myself, but I got to bring her along try to make sure she's okay, try to get her that title. And I think I said her name on story, obviously. Um, so I think Jordan, I don't know. I just look at him as, and I, I don't know that I necessarily like him. I don't think that he, I, he might not be a person that I'd like to hang out with. But I think when it comes to the challenges and coming into this situation, I think he's going to come in here. I think he'll probably have a target on his back, but I think he'll be able to perform. So he's $230 in the fantasy game if you're thinking about drafting him that way. And I was one of two minds on this, Rob, with Jordan. I think he's either the first pick or you just simply do not draft him. Because on the All-Stars cast, it's not going to be like a situation we saw in the last season of the challenge where everyone's too scared to throw in CT. If CT was on this season, he'd be the first guy thrown in. I think they all look at this cast that unless he can form some sort of like weird alliance, that they know if they go to a final and Jordan is still there... Jordan is going to win. So he could be thrown into every elimination before the final just to get him out of there. Or he just wins because he's awesome. Yeah, my thoughts on Jordan are pretty publicly documented at this point. I'm a full fade 
on Jordan. I, I think he has a lot more holes in his game that have been shown in the past couple of seasons. Look, we've never really seen him go into a physical elimination, like, a, like you know, like a balls in or a pole wrestle or a hall brawl and gets another top level physical competitor and then dominate that matchup. He would have to do that on the season probably in order to win because Wes is not letting him sit around until the final. I don't think the rest of these guys are just going to let him sit until the final. And he's also like maybe the worst politician in the history of the show. He's where he just alienating people constantly is just illogical. And his attitude is like, all right, throw me in and I'll win. And he can do that if he gets the right elimination matchups. But I think if he gets a strength based elimination or does something that takes advantage of a puzzler or one of his other disadvantages, uh, I think he could be out here pretty early. It, it I want to know who the, pro- I want to know who the producers are because if they don't like him, the first time he's thrown into an elimination up, oh, here comes the pole wrestle. <laughs> And then he's and gone. What does he do, man? Like, and this guy but, is good. These guys cast is this guy's cast is really freaking good. That's what it I was good. That's what I was gonna say. When I saw the cast reveal for All Stars Three, like, I'm trying to rack my brain trying to figure out a stronger male cast in the history of this show. Maybe Duel One, Rob. I think that's up there. Inferno Two has a really good guys cast. I think both War of the Worlds seasons had really eh. strong male cast. Eh. But I mean, this is. You know, I mean, I, I think those casts are pretty stacked. But again, yeah, this is all, this is an awesome cast. Like, I mean, when I was pricing this, I had Nehemiah as the fourth cheapest guy, and it was it it was like I that seems crazy to me, but I just don't know what else to do. Do you, do you think that Jordan will get thrown in a ton here, Rank? Because I mean, that's going to be a lot yeah. of points if he keeps winning. I really do think that he's probably going to win a lot of the daily challenges, and will allow himself to not have to go in as much as you would think. But again, I just think that he's ultimately. A winner. And I think that when you look at some of the guys, when you look at their track record, there are certain players that you look at and you're like, but who delivers? Like who do and obviously there's some things in Jordan's repertoire that are not going to lend itself to him going, you know, again, pole wrestle and things like that. But I really do believe that despite the fact that he's not the greatest politician, it sometimes just doesn't matter. And I think that there still will be, I don't know. And I I still think that. I just want performers. I want somebody who has, who has done it. And I know that the last time he got eliminated, it was disappointing, but I still think that he's going to come out here and deliver, even in this all-star cast. If he can just buddy up to the right person and not have to go through the first couple of eliminations, then I think he really starts to get the ball rolling. Well, this works one of two ways, Rob. Rob, by the way, is one of the co-hosts of the Challenge Chronicles, a podcast which you can go download. They do recaps of all the shows. So I highly suggest that you go do that. So we'll help out Rob, Devin, and Trace on that front. With Jordan, I think you can look at it, like I said, one of two ways. One, I mean, the guy's in Ukraine right now doing humanitarian service. How do you think he funded that, Rob? Can you just leave? Oh, I mean, he could have had like, I mean, look, these people are on Cameo. They have all these other ways to make money now. Like, I think he can rack up money in some other way besides uh, challenge winnings. Okay. And the other one is Mark Long, we know is, I mean, he created this. So he's an executive producer. He's also a cast member with a long history of cutting deals with people that if he was smart, maybe he just cozies up to Jordan being like, hey, you're probably going to win if you get there. Why don't you just let me protect you all the way? You go win. We'll split the money. Do you think Jordan would do that? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd be too confident and would it would turn that down because he wouldn't want to reduce his winnings. I think he'd just be like, look, I'm going to win anyways. I don't need your deal. All right. Well, it's your pick. You're up number two here. So we have Jordan wisely off the board. What is your pick, Rob? 
Uh, one more quick thing on Jordan, by the okay. way. If he ditched the hat, his profile picture would actually be crazier because his hair is ridiculous now. Ah. Uh, but um, I'm taking West with this pick. Uh, for me, this is a pretty easy one. If there's anyone who's like the Christian McCaffrey of Fantasy Challenge, it's definitely Wes Bergman. He just contributes in all areas. He's an active politician. He's always getting confessionals. He wins a lot of missions. He'll comport himself in a way where he's just going to be on TV a lot. If anyone's like assistant producer outside of Mark Long, who's an actual producer, it's definitely Wes. And I, I'm pretty high on his prospects for this season, too. It seems like he's coming in good shape, and he has a lot of allies on this cast. So I, I'm pretty confident he'll both be around for the duration of the season and be on TV a ton while he's there. That's that's sort of the, I mean, those are pretty good one and two picks. I, I would have had to take at least yeah. probably one of them if it got to me solely because I don't know what other guys are going to be causing drama in this house. These are the two, aren't yeah. they? 100%. Yeah. That is, uh, I mean, that's what I, you know, coming into this, they're the top two guys on my board. I won't pull the Jerry Jones and show you my entire board, <laughs> but I, I did like those two for a lot of the reasons that you laid out. I also really like Wes this season too, because I don't know what happened with him when he, when he, you know, was buddy, buddy with Johnny bananas, but there was something about him that it almost felt like his heart wasn't into it. And I don't know what was going on in his life or anything like that. I feel like this is kind of a redemption opportunity for him i think that you know it was cool to see him and johnny work together but i think the way he went down like how defeated he was when he lost to johnny and he was magnanimous he wasn't like he wasn't you know he didn't cause a scene or anything like that but i think this is going to be a huge opportunity for him to come out there so you know if i wouldn't have taken jordan west was my next choice so uh, i would say that's a good i don't know if that's good for you rob or not but i think that's a great pick I guess we'll find out particularly you think with johnny and ct having won each of the past one of them having won each of the past four seasons and west very much views that as like a triumvirate of the three of them really being the faces of the show you'd think he's got to want to come on and just kill it this season you'd think so but i mean one of the main reason that people are doing all-stars over doing the regular show i think if they film it in three weeks which is fantastic yeah. right it's hard yeah. for it's hard for people with real lives and i mean these people i mean some of them are in their 50s at this point they have real lives they have kids they have jobs going away for 10 weeks to film the show probably a bit of a heavy ask at this point this one yeah it, it re and it's gonna stop doing this and i think that the competitiveness of this cast is sort of a disservice to what i think the show wanted to go for because just even from watching yeah. the trailers they're jumping out of helicopters and doing all that at least like the very first season of all stars and we saw it more in season two and now we'll see it more in season three it was back to that like fun hang that we always really enjoyed it seemed like yeah they wanted to win the money but they just seemed to be enjoying themselves where we were there and that's what the main show has lost no one seems to enjoy being there ever yeah yeah we love a good like melting the iceberg mission right really that that's the main goal instead of jumping out of a helicopter yeah trivia missions. yeah yeah they thought it was going to be a bunch of people out of shape just hanging out reminiscing sort of like how the reunions have been although with the first two new york and los angeles they've been super heavy I just really feel like, yeah, they wanted it to be more of a, oh, this is fun. Like, here's some guys that we remember. And then Mark Long shows up looking like Triple H <laughs> and uh, it's on. Uh, how in shape are these people you think compared to like us? I mean, like, Mark, I, Mark Long 
Mark, I remember when Mark Long was on, what was the last season he did? Him and Robin were on X's one, and it looked yeah. like he was on 80 cycles of HGH, is how, like, Rick, yeah. he, for being, like, a four, like, I'm getting up there, Rick, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 37 now, and, like, I'm, yeah. go, I'm going to a personal trainer now, because I need some, like, extra motivation to try to, like, get a good physique again, so I'm, like, I'm out there training, I'm dieting, this guy, he does, he looks like a fucking wrestler. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane, you know, I'm on the other side of 40. And so I look at this. I don't even go to the gym anymore. Like, I don't, I didn't even, I went the other way. I'm like, all I'm going to do is walk and play golf. And I've, I'm starting to get to the point too, where I start walking like 36 holes in a day. I'm like, I don't know that I can make that. Actually, I played a hilly course the other day and was walking. I'm like, I'm, I might've made a mistake. And, uh, but these guys, they're still getting after it. Like Latarian seems like he's in great shape. I kind of liked, um, Derek was kind of my guy of like, Hey, like he's going to try to, you know, just be like, Hey, I'm Derek. I can just show up and still be great. And then he realized like, Oh wow. Some of these guys look, took it way too seriously. So uh, I'll be interested to see the way they shape up. I've tried to like recuse myself from spoilers and things like that. So I'm trying to just, you know, approach it a different way, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how some of the returnees uh, come back, how in shape they really are. So, it's my pick next. Rob, do we know what the format for the season is? I'm guessing it's individual, like free agent style, where sometimes you'll be on teams, teams of two, teams of four, but overall it's going to be just individual? Yeah, I mean, they haven't made any uh, anything about that. I mean, they didn't say anything before last season, though, and then it went co-ed pair sort of around the midpoint. I would certainly hope it stays individual. I would hate if there's like, oh, it's Battle of the Sexes now or something <laughs> like that. That would very much break my brain. So I would just much prefer they stay individuals throughout. Okay, so it's to my pick. I have back-to-back picks here, and I'm trying to figure out what to do. You guys have taken two very good male competitors, but there's a lot of good male competitors. Like, 95-year-old Cyrus has, like, an eight-pack now, and he's been training for this, so I don't know what to do. I'm going to take Kellyanne, one of my single favorite people in the history of the challenge. Uh, and I mean, she almost won all stars one. Uh, and you know, I see Instagram photos and Instagram stories of her just training all the time. Very good. And the one thing that I always want to look for, and this is what Jordan's really good at Wes. Now that he's back in shape too, uh, Darrell has always been really good at this and where it's kind of hampered Mark long bananas is another one. Good strength, to weight ratio that they're stronger than they appear. Cause so much of the stuff is like body weight challenges, good balance. Like that's going to win you the daily mission. So I think the Kellyanne is probably going to be the most desired partner that is out there uh, if they do end up teaming up because everyone's going to want to be her partner so all the best guys will be on her team and I just think she kind of smokes everyone else on the female cast I think it's her we have a few wild cards then there's just like a bunch of scrubs down at the bottom where we don't have that on the male side with the way they've com- uh, compiled this together so Kellyanne for me is going to be number one although she's not as crazy as she used to be it'd be nice right. if she was crazier and I'd be getting those points and then I'm going to go Brad Brad might be uh, in the best shape of any 41-year-old person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's also, out of these top-end guys, except for Wes and Jordan, he's got still got a little bit of the crazy in him, too, where he'll still get on TV at time. But yeah, he looks like he's been in unbelievable shape since he's come back on. I mean, he was probably the best competitor, maybe second or third uh, best competitor on both Vendettas and Final Reckoning when he came back for that. And then compared to this cast, he's still like absolute top-end. Yeah, right. He should have won. Yeah. He should have won last season, except he's an absolute moron under pressure. Yeah, I don't know what happens to him. That is one of the things. Like it was set up for him. He he rocked the crazy beard. It felt like he was uh he had it all figured out. 
finally. And you're like, okay, this is going to be Brad's time to go out there. He's going to accept this all-star thing. And I, I was thinking, I, I went back and watched that, like that season again. Like, how is, how did he lose this? Like, it was all set up for him. Like, he was all about business. It felt like, okay, like this guy's really, because there was still some mingling of people who are showing up for like the first time again or at least in this all-stars version where they're like, ah, okay. Like, Oh wow. I, I kind of walked into this. Brad knew what we, what he was doing and the vignette when they're coming in on the boats, you're like, oh, okay, well he must win. They're like, he's either winning or he's getting eliminated in the first week. And then when he stopped, kept surviving, you're like, okay, he should win this. Um, but I think that this is set up for him as well. He was another one. Um, my top three picks are off the board. Actually my top four picks off the board so at least i feel like i'm in concert with you guys like I'm, I'm like okay i did not i did not handicap this incorrectly uh but i really like that pick i think that he's a solid choice as well rob it's back to you for the fifth overall pick but brad's fun for me because i feel like he can kind of fit in with any of the alliances because you're gonna see like the mark long Derek, Darrell, they'll all be together brad could work with them Brad could work with Wes and Nehemiah at the same time and Latarian, who are probably all into one. Or he could just be like, hey, I'll team up with Jordan and we'll see what's going on and try to beat us. I dare you. Yeah, he can definitely kind of mingle and fit his way into any group. He's been pretty good at that as well. And just, yeah, this cast is built with all his friends. He claims that production kind of screwed him over last season. Where if you remember the mission he and Jody lost that got them sent into elimination, he says they didn't say beforehand that he wasn't allowed to just like Hulk smash those switches <laughs> off. He says they told yeah. him that after the fact. Uh, so he thinks that things were like set up against him. So maybe they'll give him some favors this time around as a benefit. All right. Who's... Yeah, that always feels like it's it's a little like I thought the same thing when TJ's like, you can't Hulk smash. And I'm like, did they say that? Did I miss that part? But <laughs> I, I, they do that quite a bit. It, it felt like one of those rules that was a given, except they didn't anticipate anyone being like, oh, I won't untie the knot. I'll just rip the box off. Like, oh, yeah, we, we hadn't considered that anyone would actually think of doing that. Then they had to change the rules. Did they not? Have they not seen Brad before? Like, that's that seems yeah, that's, automatic. That's righteous Brad, right? That's what he's up. That's always what he's up to. Yeah. What, what, what season was it when he yelled at the Miz for giving him a wedgie? Uh, Inferno 2. Inferno 2? That was seasons. that is amazing stuff. And even real like when you go back to watch all these real worlds, I would highly suggest going back rank to watch San Diego 1 with Brad, yeah. Robin, it has Carmen Jamie? from Yeah, Jamie Chung's it on it. Jamie Chung? Yeah, yeah, Carmen. Uh, yeah, Cameron. Cameron uh, Eubanks is also Yeah, from on that. from Southern Charm. She's on it as well. It's a, yes. it's a crazy season. Unbelievably, yeah. yeah. Under unbelievably underrated for the cast of characters they had. Yeah, and much better than San Diego too, which was just a very dark season with Zach and Frank and it's a bit much. Rob, your pick. Okay, there's two ways I'm kind of debating between here. Okay, pick one. Uh, I will go with the second woman off the board, Janae, as my second pick. I I just think she's gonna be able to position herself very well here. I think she's a great politician, so she'll be able to skate through that way. I think she's always been kind of an, an underrated competitor. Um, obviously last season's final was a complete sham, but even with her winning that, I, I just think she's going to be in a very good position there. They can't let her just go to the finals again. Though. I was going to say, that's <laughs> the one I, I like her. Like, I agree with what you're saying, but it's like, I feel like people are, will look back at that and be like, what the hell happened? Like, how did she, she, she won? Like that was, I don't know. That is always odd, but it's, you know, that's one of the charms of the, of the challenge is that, and she does that very well. And she played that up the whole way to where, you know, obviously it worked out pretty well. All right, 
You know what, though? But since all the women are flying off the board, I think uh, Kellyanne was my number one woman. My number two woman, who I'll draft you, I'm going to take Kendall. I think that she does a nice job. I feel like she's just been snake bit. Uh, last season, I felt it was unfortunate that she got pulled in. Uh, what was it? The last woman eliminated before the final with Nehemiah. Like, of course, Nehemiah is going to uh, come on, dude. Like, that was so disappointing. I hope that she doesn't get wrangled in like that again, because I think, again, she's a really good competitor. You talk about some of the things that make the male competitors good with the weight balance and everything or with the weight strength to weight ratio, the balance, you know, somebody who does that much yoga like that, it helps her out on individual challenges. I think she's going to be ready to go. So I'm very happy to take her. And uh, you know what? I'm just going to, I, I feel like, feel like I should take another woman, but I'm not going to, and I'm going to take Darrell. No, Darrell's my guy. I love him. I think that he does real. Again, I know that he lost the first one and the second one and the second one, but he's always there. Like he's a finalist. He makes it. So I always, I always know his motivations there. And I don't know. Yes. is already won. And he made it look so easy. Do they let him do that again? I think that more so, probably even more so than Jordan, I think that yes ends up getting targeted a lot, which could end up working out really well for him because he's a great competitor. But I think Darrell is, again, steady people who I know should make it far. He does pretty well not getting thrown in. I think that he can, you know, he gets he gets his, his fair share of TV time. So I think Darrell would be my guy. Darrell, Darrell, secret, underrated, maybe top five confession giver of all time. Yeah, that's he's very good at confessionals. Yeah, that's the one thing with Darrell, though, is I think you could make a pretty good argument. He's even the favorite to win this season. And, but outside of confession, he just doesn't do a ton in the house. He's been pretty quiet these past couple. But but seasons. none but none of these people really do anything in the house. Like thinking back to the last two seasons, like Trishel did stuff, Katie did stuff. All the people that are just going to be gone after three episodes. I think this season could be a little bit different with Wes and Jordan on it. And you've got like Brad and Derek will do more than Darrell will or Nehemiah, for example. He's always trying to get on TV. So those people will get themselves involved in storylines more than Darrell does. I, I know we want to see different people come on this show over and over, but not having Tech and not having Ayana on this cast disaster. is a disaster. It's a complete disaster. Ayana, she, she was unbelievable. She was amazing. Season. Amazing. I didn't see like, that coming. Like, how many different, like six or seven different just Hall of Fame challenge moments she produced on that season? And then Tech as her partner was also awesome with his confessionals commenting on everything. It's just, has to be the funniest partnership ever on the show, right? Easily. There was two distinct moments. One when she ate Jody's salad, which was just top-notch stuff. And then when she told, I forget what the other girl's name was, but she told her she was giving her a gift by letting her go into elimination. That, that was uh, Sophia Pasqui, who is an alternate on this season um, after they had their fight. Yeah, she's just she's just unbelievable TV, man. When she pulled off the jersey and made the reference back to how she talked about when she slept in her jersey on Battle of the Sexes too. Right. Just absolute banger. All right, so Rob, it's your pick. You, who's who's going to be? You got Wes, you got John A. Let's hear it. Uh, so I will go with executive producer of the show, Mark Long, in the third <laughs> round here. That's pretty I good. Think he's fallen a little bit too far for me. Um, he, I always have to price him by far the uh, by far the highest in the fantasy game just because he's an EP on the show. And whenever I talk to other people about the show, they're like, oh, of course I'm picking Mark Long. Why wouldn't I pick Mark Long? He always makes the final. And he does always make the final. And he also, like, since he is an EP on the show and he has that sort of mindset, I think he'll do some stuff to get him involved, get himself involved in the storylines. Like we saw, remember how he had that like weird fake rivalry with Kendall 
on All Stars One just to get himself yes. on TV. He'll do stuff. Yeah, like that, that was that was super weird. Like Very that strange. felt like it came so out of left field. Like why? Like where is the history for this? Why does he not like her? But and then the whole thing too when he was, you know, obviously he's dubbed himself the Godfather. <laughs> And he he made everybody interview with him like he does little things like that, which comes from the, the television background. I remember seeing him years ago at Super Bowl 37, you know, doing production work for some company, just like you just knew like he he understands the way the, the game works. And I think that's that is also a solid choice. All right. I'm going off the board with my next pick because I don't like it's not that I don't like any of the guys left, but I think that they're all pretty much the same guy. So whoever you guys don't take, I'm good with having whoever at the end. I'm taking Ronnie Martin, who I don't know if she's good or not, but she used to be really good. And if there's one thing that we've learned from the first two seasons of all stars is that if you used to be good, chances are you're still really good. If that's the case, she could win this entire thing. She could be by far, she could be the worst girl on the season, but like even looking at like Kayla and Jemmy, like I know they're not going to be the best. I know Sylvia is not going to be the best. Ronnie could be. So I'm going to take her with my third round pick and I'm going to follow it up with, uh, Nehemiah, I don't like it, but there it is. I don't want Derek because Derek is such a logical choice to be targeted out of that group with everyone, just because he's small and everyone in this cast is freaking huge. Uh, and yeah. like, I don't want Latarian from that group because I think Latarian's the guy that everyone goes after, or Cyrus, and I think that they're pretty beatable. Nehemiah's good. He seems to get the element of this show, like he should be trying to cause some sort of drama. And him and Brad are like secret friends, so maybe I can get some like double points if they team up and start doing stuff. So Ronnie and well, that- Nehemiah are my guys. Well, yeah, Nehemiah, though, was upset at Brad last year because he perceived uh, that he had kind of thrown him under the bus. He's like, I, I put on a beard for you. Um, I don't know. Hopefully that 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 relationship has been mended. Rob. Yeah, he, he would be my next pick. I, I think Nehemiah is a very good selection here. He just seems to kind of get it from a TV perspective. Like he gets, mm-hmm. maybe Wes has given him a lot of instruction over the years, but he just gets how to deliver confessionals and how to sort of maneuver storylines to um, drive a better TV park. So I think he's a very good selection with his stack guys cast. Um, I will take Derek the next pick. I think uh, he can still definitely very much be around a while. He's got a lot of friends. I think he and Wes, I, I definitely could see Wes burying the hatchet with him much before he buries it with Jordan. And he is still very good in eliminations, even if he hasn't been able to show it as much these past couple of seasons. Um, and he also, he'll, he'll get himself on TV too. So so he'll, uh, I feel pretty good about him uh, hanging around for a while. Rank, here's, no, the pro- I love it. here's the problem with Derek. We all love Derek. Obviously, host, yeah. co-host of the Challenge Mania podcast, been a guest on this show, as has his co-host, who's been a multiple-time guest on the Pat Mayo Experience, Scott Yeager. And here's what I think is the issue. Scott is a TV producer. He's also the co-host of the Challenge podcast. But I think that he's been coaching up Derek on how to make better TV. But that's just not Derek. Derek's not good. Like, when he was trying to do, like, the rivalries last year, like, trying to get on TV, yeah, he gets on TV, but he comes, he's starting to come off as disingenuous which is the one thing that he never was back when he was on the show. He needs to get back to that and become like the underdog crowd favorite again. Yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, good. I was going to say, it's sort of like when Andre Bruce got drafted and they moved him to tight end uh, to try to like find a new role for him. 
Like, I, I feel like that's kind of what's going on here because he, you need those people to kind of be on the side of the show and just be like a grinder, like, you know, your hunter types or somebody who's just going to go on eliminations, be really hard to knock out. And they're fun to watch do that. Uh, so, and there's plenty of people to take on that production mantle on this cast in particular. So I, I, I would think he fits more nicely into a background role this season. Yeah, I think he's kind of like the Eric Weddle of this uh of this yeah. cast was like hey you know what like listen you're not the player you were but you can still be a valuable contributor to a championship squad we're gonna need you to come out and do that and i think that that will work out very well for him i was ready to pick Derek. i'm upset because i'm you know i'm trying to angle for the people who follow me on twitter and uh, Derek's <laughs> a bears fan actually i gotta get I, I'm, I'm i'm in the setup of the the sick podcast uh with adam rank the bears look like i didn't i didn't think enough to uh, you know, put it into my other set that's over here. I'm like, I'm gonna put you in the bear set, but then I see Rob set up, and I'm like, well, I obviously still put in more thought yeah. than you did. So not 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 to take a shot or anything, <laughs> but I'm just I don't know how I got there. But in any event, uh, I'm I love the bear. I think Derek's a great choice, and I know a couple of moments ago I was talking about questioning yes and his motivation, which is why I didn't take him over Durrell. But if yes is still gonna be available, I look at my board right now. I'm gonna take yes. Again, this is a deep draft for the male competitors could probably wait, but still, I think that yes is better than a lot of the guys like Latarian and MJ, who uh, MJ won as well. But I still think that yes needs to be in there. I, I, and again, I think I've now got the smaller, super confident guys that you think you can mess with, but you really can't with him and Jordan. So I think if I was combining, if I was building a real team, I'd be like, oh, we got this like sneaky little team. Darrell would be our our uh, our uh, enforcer, so to speak. So I'm gonna go with yes, and I I don't know. Listen, you guys can make fun of me, do it. I don't care. I'm gonna take Jimmy. I don't care. Listen, I, I sometimes you gotta you gotta pick people that you like to root for, and TV wise, she's gonna be on TV a bunch. I think that she she can offer something. I think she has the ability to stick around for a while too. I again. If she's because like there are some good women, I think there are some good women, and I think the the, the very talented women are going to get thrown into eliminations. I think Jemmy can kind of just, you know, I think with this cash, she can kind of slide through. Again, is this a bit of a reach? Probably, but I'll I'll live with it. I'm happy with it. You're, well, you're gonna get yeah, your. I think that's a good pick. You're gonna get your drama points as long as she's on the show because she will actively be trying to create story times because you know OnlyFans accounts Rob don't sell themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she also, I mean, she always gets plenty of confessionals and is always talking about sort of what's going on in the house. And she tends to find her way to a good alliance in the house and hang around for a while. So I, I think that's a good selection here. My, uh, my, my will, hold on, hold on. My issue with yes is, I mean, it's good that Jordan's on the cast because I think that everyone's going to target Jordan instead of targeting yes. But if mm -hmm. you're looking for, I don't want to say a layup because I actually have no idea how he is physically in an elimination, but he's one of these guys that, I don't think that they knew this in season one, that if you put him in a final, he's going to win that final. I don't know how he's yeah. going to hold up in eliminations. That's fair. That's well, yeah. listen, that, that. No, go ahead. Brian. Again, with, with this not being the Spotify's and allies cast, where they're willing to just sit back and let CT waltz to victories. Uh, you, you would think Wes and Mark Long and these guys are not going to let yes, just sit around for another final that you'd think he'd be going in quite a bit at the beginning of the season. All right. Hit me with your pick. Uh, I agree. So well, that, uh, this one will make Paul Sean. Oh, go ahead, Adam. No, I was just going to say, but that's why I took him in the fifth round and not the first. Yeah. Round. Yeah. No, I, that, that does make sense. 
so this one will make Paul Shaughnessy very upset with me, but I will take Sylvia as my next selection. Yeah. I think she is one of the more underrated Sil- Sylvia uh, sucks so much. How, I don't understand what this perception that Sylvia sucks is. She's lost one elimination, which was a height space elimination to Jenna. She beat Kayla. She beat Melinda. She and Josh beat Tori and Derek. They also beat Johnny and Tony. She made the final on Final Reckoning and probably should have won that final if it wasn't so screwy. So I, I don't understand where this comes from that Sylvia's bad. And she gets on TV. So I, I think she's a very good selection for me in the fifth round. Watch out! It's time for an ad break. Bird dogs have completely changed the game. Bird dog shorts, pants, and joggers are made from the finest, high-quality material and come with built-in liners that cradle your stovepipe for all-day comfort. Who the fuck likes being uncomfortable? If you're not wearing bird dogs this summer, you probably poop with your pants on. It's time to upgrade to the shorts and pants of the future. Your balls will thank you. Go to birddogs.com and enter promo code MAYO and they'll throw in a free Bird Dogs Yeti tumbler. They found Yeti's $90 tumbler, copied it, and now Bird Dogs is giving you it for free. That's birddogs.com, promo code MAYO, and boom, a free Bird Dogs tumbler with your pair of Bird Dogs. You will not take these things off. I promise you. Element is the tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means a lot of salt with no sugar. It contains science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium with none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for folks who follow a keto, low-carb, or paleo diet. Electrolyte deficiency or imbalances can cause headaches, cramps, fatigues, and weakness. And I know when I was waking up in the morning, maybe... When it's not super nice out, maybe I'm just down in the morning, but I have fatigue. I have a ton of headaches sometimes when I wake up. And honestly, I started using Element, just dump the little pack into my water, shake it up in the handy water bottle that they gave me, pound that back first thing. Don't need a coffee to get rid of a headache. Nothing like that. I feel great instantly afterwards. And you can too with Element. And Element's so sure that you'll love their product and come back for more. They're offering you a free Element sample pack. That's eight single-serving packets free. Just cover the cost of shipping. That's $5 for U.S. customers. Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash mayo. This deal is not available on the regular website. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash mayo. Element offers a no-questions-asked refunds. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend, and we'll give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. All right. Well, I, I'm just going to go. I, if we're all, if we're going to start picking from our hearts at this point, I'm going to take my. I already right. took Kellyanne, who was probably like my all long. But time. she's great. Hold on, she's good. She is. She's like a. But, but one now, of the best players. But now I'm just going to take Kayla because I love Kayla so much, and she is also excellent TV. She's married now, which. I don't know if that's really going to mean anything. I mean, she came on with a boyfriend last time and created one of the best, like, hilarious moments on Total Madness, I think it was. So I'm in on Kayla. You know, she's got product to move on Instagram. She needs to make some sort of a splash here. And I think, like, you talk about, like, Sylvia being a good competitor. Kayla seems like a really good competitor. I mean, Sylvia beat Kayla. In what? In the elimination on Invasion of the Champions. Yeah, she what, dusted her in that. What was the elimination? Yeah, like, push it. 
They had a push um, that tuck tuck the wheel. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the elimination where the one girl's twice the size of the other one, sure, we can do that one. Well, that seems like it could if, be a problem. If, we, if we're thinking about trying to win this season, Kayla can win this season. Sylvia can't. How about that? I mean, Sylvia was also better on the final reckoning final than Kayla was on the Vendetta's final. Kayla was terrible. Well, Kayla had to, the Vendetta's final was way different than the final reckoning final. Kayla, Sylvia got to run it with Joss the entire time. Yeah. If, yeah. if you remember, Rob, I, I don't know if you remember that or not. I do recall that. I, I think Kayla is sort of the opposite of Sylvia. I think she's always been somewhat overrated as a competitor. But we'll see what she... I, I do think she could do pretty well this season. I, I think she's got a decent amount of allies and couldn't make it towards the end, but she just hasn't quite had the track record to live up to her promise to this point. Okay, so it's back to me. Hmm. Do I go with sentimental favorite Tyler Duckworth, who I just thoroughly enjoy to no end? I love Tyler. He's good. One of my guys. I am actually going to double down on the King's Palace, triple down on the King's Palace Alliance. I'm going to take my man LT, Latarian Wallace. I think Latarian is an underrated competitor, and his intensity is matched by no one on this cast. That guy is intense. <laughs> and he got a lot of confessionals. Like, they they put him on a lot, and I think that he, he was somebody that when they started this venture, I really didn't think he was going to find a way to stand out or do anything like, ah, oh, this is just going to be an afterthought. But he really did kind of emerged with the intensity and uh, being a part of King's Palace. I think that all that all worked in his favor. So I think he can recapture that magic again. Rob hates Latarian, though, don't you, Rob? Uh, I don't have any issues with Latarian. Um, I think he's fine. I would prefer Tech be on the season than him, honestly. But yeah, I, I think well, in his, at his position, he's a good pick. He, he seems to be pretty capable of beating some of these other guys in eliminations if it's a strength-based one. So I, I think he'll be fine. Your pick. Uh, so I think she's fallen a bit far for me. So I will take Hurricane Naya with my next selection. Oh, Paul is all in on this pick, by the way. This is one of those, like, it's either going to be an absolute grand slam or it's going to be nothing. Because she seems to have mellowed out, at least from her social media presence lately. But there's definitely a chance she comes on and is just a firecracker again and is in plenty of eliminations. Um, even if it didn't always show on the show, she'd have a pretty significant athletic track record coming on. So I think she could also be very competitive in these eliminations or missions, whatever she's in. Rank, I was waiting. I thought you guys just weren't going to take Naya. I took Latarian. No, I was. I took Latarian instead. I was waiting for Naya to drop to me with my next pick. No, Naya was there. I uh, was interested in going that way because I'm trying to figure out also the way the board's going to work. Like, who am I getting stuck with? Like my last pick. Like, who is? I know that I'm not going to. I I pretty much know who it's going to be. So I feel <laughs> like I got to defend myself a little bit. And um, well, I'm going to take Tyler though because I know he's not coming back to me. I I agree. I like Tyler too, and I also think. He might have been one of those people who, again, thought he was going on vacation and suddenly found himself in a in a battle and he was like, OK, maybe I could have you know performed a little bit better. But I think that, again, like now that he's got a little bit of the lay of the land, I think he's going to have a really good opportunity to make a run. And I think that last season will probably work out to his benefit. I mean, he will probably be seen as a layup, but I think that he could also use that to his credit where people might not see him as a threat. So I think that, and of course, he's got a great personality. So I think that'll shine through. So I'm very happy. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Tyler. And I guess, I don't know. I'll take Cyrus. Why am I doing this? I love Cyrus. I've always, I liked him uh, from the real world Boston, of course, but it's like, I don't know. Again, sentiment, we're, we're at the uh, sentimentality portion of the show. 
and uh, I'll take a stab with it. Hope that he can. I, I think he'll get confessionals. I think he'll end up getting into a couple of storylines. So I'm not expecting him to go out there and winning, win a bunch of challenges, but I think he's somebody that can grab some TV time. So I'm going to grab So I'm going to take him there. I, I think that you have the market cornered on people who might not win, but are going to get a ton of TV time. You got Jemmy, you got, I mean, Jordan can kind of go either way on this one. And now you have Cyrus. I'm with you on tower though. I think, I mean, he was a D one athlete. Like he was a swimmer. Wasn't he? Yeah. Robert? Yeah, he was. I mean, he was like, if Wes is like a tier a level swimmer towers, like a tier two, even above that, like he's an absolute yeah. apex level swimmer. And if you just have one really good skill like that, if you just get the right mission set up, that, that can help you a lot. Um, so I, I'd hope he puts on a little bit better performance this time around than he did last season. Well, he's been training on Instagram. I see him doing CrossFit because I think that's the only thing that you need to do to train for the challenge as it appears. 100%. Do some CrossFit and you're like good to go. You might tear every ligament in your body from doing too much CrossFit, but you'll be ready for the challenge, I think, Rob. Yeah, it seems like Cyrus has been on the CrossFit game too. I, I know, I, I think that's a pretty good pick, Frank. I, I, lo- I love Cyrus too. I think he was an amazing TV when he was on the show before. So I certainly hope he's able to get a decent amount of TV time here. Well, do you think that if there is anything involving a stick shift this season that, you know, he's going to chime <laughs> in and be like, yo, I was a valet parker for six months. Like I'm a pro at this. He's definitely taking over if that happens. He's not making that same mistake twice, especially with Ace and Alternate this time around. Yeah, well, we're not going to draft the Alternates, but Ace is one of them. Is Ace the worst chat? Like, I know that Danny Jameson probably is the worst person in the history of the show, but it might be hilarious to get him back on at some point if, like, Wes and Nehemiah are going to be on, just to see if he's still that awful. But Ace, for someone who everyone likes, and I love Ace. Ace seems like the greatest dude in the world. Sucks so much at the challenge. He didn't make a final once, at least. But yeah, he's uh, not very good at the challenge. He's a, Rank, is he from CT season of the real world? Paris? Isn't he? Yeah, he's Paris. Yeah. I, I tried to watch. Likeable. I, I tried to yeah, watch. Like- I tried to watch it with my wife. My wife can't do the real world. She just can't do it. Oh, interesting. Why? I don't know. Like she's she's too much into modern, I guess, reality TV shows. That's just the pace of the real world rank is just too slow for some people. Yeah, and especially if you went back and watched New York, the very first, the original one, you'll be like, "What is happening? Like, why, why, why aren't these people?" At, and the and it's tough too because when you watch the New York one, the arguments are about real stuff, like real issues, not not just nonsense, not drunken getting mad at each other, but like real heartfelt, like issues that affect people. And uh, it was a very different thing. And I can understand that if somebody is used to Real Housewives or any of those other things that now count as reality television, the original seasons of the real world are not going to be for you. Well, it's kind of like when you watch like Bob Cousy play back in the fifties. Right. And he's like <laughs> dribbling to the left and he's got the ball in his right hand and the guy could just very easily steal it. You're like, what, what is going on here? Yeah, why is nobody, NBA? why is nobody approaching him? Yeah. I, yeah, 100%. exactly. Why is he just allowed to dribble around in circles all the time? Um, <laughs> it's funny too, with the real world, like it feels like what people used to get casted for on the real world now would just, completely get them banned from the show and never get them cast in that where they just wouldn't even be allowed to sniff a casting suit. Yet. Well, it's weird. Oh, yeah. well, never. It, well, it seems like on all stars, like, I mean, there's rumors that Jordan had been banned from the show. Naya was kicked off for sexually assaulting Jordan on X's two. So she didn't even technically make one of these finals, although they're advertising. Everyone had made one of the finals. I know that's that's grinding Rob's gears. I don't really care. I think they came up with the theme of the season after they had been there for like two weeks and be like, Hey, I think all these people are in the finals. Let's just do that. that that's a theme that's good enough. Yeah, i did want to ask you so you that's what you think happened i was just curious if like 
they consciously did that and were like, oh, nobody will notice that Nia didn't actually make a final. Or if they had everybody there and were like, oh, one of these people kind of didn't make a final. So we'll just advertise it as this and people won't notice. I'm just curious as to what the thought process for production no, was. I, I think that they invited people to come on the show. And after they saw all the people that they were there, like, yeah, this theme's good enough. Like they don't, All-Stars doesn't need to have a theme. It's all, All-Stars yeah, is the theme. doesn't right? matter, yeah. So totally. yeah, well, that's my whole thing. I don't think they need this nonsense. They don't need final all finals or all champions. Just get good people to go on the show again, and the show will be good. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. But where you have Jordan, Naya, they were rumored to have been banned at one point. There's other people who are rumored to have been banned. These are all rumors. It's like internet conjecture. But they are now providing potentially a redemption arc for some of these people to learn from their past mistakes. And rank what you're talking about with the real world. That's what it kind of used to be like. Yeah. Like 100%. Like it, I, they obviously didn't know what they were stumbling onto when they first created this show. And they also too, you know, they put them in a loft. Some of the people that were in a loft were already living in New York. (laughs) And if something happened, they could just bounce and disappear for days on end. And so if anybody watches the first real world, they'll be like, well, this whole thing revolves around Julie. Like it's all about Julie. But it's like Julie's the only one who was from someplace outside of New York and she was pretty much captive. Like there there was no place for her to go. She couldn't get away. Like she did spend the night with a homeless lady. But outside of that, like she's always there. And so, you know, these people had careers and lives and they were, you know, I, I guess there's always a stepping stone issue. But like there was like these people were established in their careers already, at least most of them. And it was a vehicle for them more so than like the other way around that it is at at this moment. But yeah, it is, it is really wild. Like these people would not, they would not be cast now. No, or they they would be cast. You would watch part of an episode and then they would be kicked off social media. They would would be exiled out. Like no one, like, how could you? And that's kind of the weird thing about it though, because I mean, I'm a viewer. I want problematic people on reality television. That's what, reality television kind of is like if you if you get yeah. to the point where you boil it down where you only have people who will legitimately not say anything because they're afraid of what the repercussions could be like that's not a tv show anymore that's, that's nothing not good that's nothing well that's why you have to spend 35 minutes of the episode just doing like helicopter shots right because if you get <laughs> the actual content you that won't actually be able to make <laughs> air true well you got to use those but you bought the drones you got to use the drones i suppose <laughs> rob it's your pick Okay, uh, there's two ways to go here. I'm seeing, I will take Melinda with this election, another King's Palace member. She had a very impressive showing last season, and she, I, I always think she's been a much better character than at times has come through on the challenge. If you look at her real-world days, she was a big star on that season. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping she can bring some of that to this to the table here. And she, again, she has Wes, she has Nehemiah, she has Latarian, she has plenty of people who she can be aligned with to carry her for a while. I'll take MJ, the defending champion. Um, he's going to do stuff, I suppose. I, I assume he's going to be a target. He has no real alliance on this season. But he is. I mean, he's huge. He's Jay Cutler's teammate from Vanderbilt. So we right. know we know that he's a good enough athlete, and he probably is outside of me. I mean, he's probably bigger than Mark Long. He's probably the biggest guy on the cast. So, And he's a you know, D1-level athlete who played in the SEC. So... He should be good, and he's coming off a season win, although that might be a target on his back. Now we get into, like, the real nitty-gritty here. Which way do I want to go with this? I'm going to go with... It's between Veronica and Tina. Two legends of the game. Eventually, we'll get Coral on the show. I'm convinced of it, but... Yes, 100%. 
Veronica feels like she'll be... It's Veronica. I'm going with Veronica because I just assume, Rob, that Tina's going to quit again. That'll be pretty good TV if she does. I know. Uh, it's crazy as to how this works out, right? Well, Veronica, two-time winner of the show, is ending up in the last th- round. Three-time winner of the show. A three-timer, excuse me. I, I apologize. That was very bad on my part. Um, but yeah, she she's and she makes good TV, too. I, I think that's a very good selection. I will take Tina here. Um, I, I hope she does something quick like she did last season because that was... If you are going to quit... I, even the quitting is better on all stars, right? With Orissa like cursing out the entire cast, or yes. you know, like prancing up to the middle of the elimination. They're not just like shuffling off the side in the middle of the elimination. Uh, so they even know how to quit correctly on all stars. Well, yeah, there's a there's a there's a level there that they're taking advantage of. Well, the good thing yeah. about Veronica is that she is a reality TV producer. I think that's her like actual job. So she can yeah. at least manufacture decent TV out of nowhere. Uh, and she's going to be with Tina. I mean, these are the original Mean Girls from the t- from TV. Rachel gets to host the Challenge Workout Show. These two get to be on All Stars. No, it works out well for her. I actually, yeah, I thought I was going to end up with Veronica. And I don't know why that I thought that that was going to be a bad thing. But all right. Well, you get to end. I think this, you you get Cynthia, who I don't know anything about. Yeah, that is. Uh, I look like I had to go look her up because I was like, ah, I'm not really super. Like somebody was really, uh, was really praiseworthy of her, and I was like, Ooh. okay, but I go, I'm not really. I don't know. I don't really know enough about her. I don't have like, you know, I don't have the history with her. That like I have with as like a, just a character or a, they just they think they think she could win like somebody had him on had okay. her wow. way up on her big on the big board as somebody who you should reckon with and I'm like I just don't know enough about her and I'm I'm rooting I'm picking people who I'm rooting for so I I don't know like I saw Cynthia go somewhere on somebody's big board is like a like a sleeper type of of issue I don't know if they had insight or what happened but uh, I didn't have the guts to pull the trigger because I was because I'm like sitting here like I don't know what to say, you know what I'm saying? Like when I take Jimmy, like at least I have a reason. Like at least I know what I'm getting. Cynthia, you're like okay, like somebody on the internet said she's good. That's why I'm choosing her. But uh, now she's my last pick, so I feel a little bit justified in being able to be like I don't know enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody and the the loyal viewers of the Pat Mayo experience. Um, I'm sorry that I came ill prepared on Cynthia, but. Uh, but she's on my team. Welcome aboard. We're happy to have her. Ms. Irrelevant. But I think, uh, okay, let's I, see what happens. I got nothing on Cynthia either, Rob. Do you know anything about She was a what? Real world Miami? I mean, she quote unquote won World Rules All-Stars because they were the only five people there and they never eliminated anybody. And it was just the five people who showed up won. Uh, so she has that going for her. There at is, least. Okay. She was on the initial. Yeah, she was on the very first season. And then she was also on Sexes too um as well i mean she uh, yeah if anybody's mr irrelevant here or mrs relevant i guess in this context it, it makes sense that it's cynthia well if the uh, if the alternates can sneak onto this season she'll get real world miami castmate dan renzi back i can't believe they didn't have dan speaking of the inferno uh, too one of the all-time legendary like one i mean i think he was on two or three seasons that one season for dan renzi was absolutely amazing. He's an alternate. Beth is somehow an alternate on a season where Veronica and Tina are on. I don't understand why you have Cynthia on and don't have Beth. That seems Thank absolutely you. insane. Ace Very strange. Ace is one of the alternates. And who is the other female alternates? Oh, Sophia. It's from uh, Sophia. Yeah. Ayana's worst enemy, Sophia. <laughs> she did her. She gave her a gift. <laughs> she gave her a gift. 
Oh. It is so. Why do you think they did that with Beth? Like, did she ask for that to be? She must have. It must have. It must have been an ask. It must have been like, hey, just give me the free vacation, and then if you guys really need me to come on the show, I'll come on the show. Yeah, hundred percent. Getting away from the family. Yeah. And if you guys need me on TV, fine. If not, she's probably figuring too. Like Tina's on this show. Like she's like, I'll eventually be on anyways. (laughs) <laughs> and she won't have to go through the first couple of being targeted on the first couple of eliminations. It's probably the best way for her to go about it. That's it, it would be pretty like sneaky. It also would be pretty. I mean, it would be pretty incredible TV to have Veronica and Tina there. And then it's like, oh, I don't know. Whomever uh, breaks an ankle and then Beth just trots out from the distance. And it's like, oh, my God, this is what we got to deal with. And, I think the producers will break somebody's ankle just to make that happen. And they'll want to keep Jemmy on too, because I think Beth and Jemmy are like a, like a, a tag team when they come in, so they can take on Veronica and Tina together. Yeah, it's oh, a funny that. thing too with Beth on All Stars One. Is she actually had a lot of friends compared to her usual challenge seasons, where she's like everyone's worst enemy. Yeah, she got uh, she's, she's got Mark, she's got Cyrus, she's got Jemmy. Yeah, she's like relatively well liked on this cast. Yeah, she's uh she's in her element there. So it, it's a shock for her. But I do. I think there is the underhandedness of like she thinks she's the first alternate. She's waiting for somebody to get injured, hurt or quit. And then is just going to ride in and, uh, you know, try to make a run for it. All right. So the, to recap the draft, Rank has Jordan, Kendall, Darrell and yes, Jemmy. Tyler, Cyrus, and Cynthia, as was given to him as the last pick. Maybe this is an Iona situation where Cynthia is just awesome. Who knows? Rob Rob has Wes, John A., Mark Long, Derek, Sylvia, Hurricane, Naya, Melinda, and Tina. And I have Kellyanne, Brad, Ronnie, Nehemiah, Kayla, Letarian, MJ, and Veronica. Most points towards the end of the season is going to win. If you want to play in the challenge Pat Mayo Experience Fantasy League, the link is in the description. It's completely free to play. Maybe there'll be prizes. Probably not because I'm lazy. But either way, bragging rights are on the line. You get to play against Rob, who probably already knows the results, and he does the scoring. So just beating him would be good enough. Anyway, I know you guys got to roll. Rank plug. Well, I mean, you don't need to plug NFL Network. I think people are familiar no, with that. No, people know. <laughs> <laughs> People knows that I will, by the way, this is uh if you ever notice, I don't know how like ardent of a fan you are. Like I'm not on during the draft, which makes sense. Cause you know, this is for the a list next week when they need all the B listers, <laughs> here comes rank. I'll be on your TV. Like every day it is, it is, it is great. It's kind of like back in the day when the WWE would send their, their like best wrestlers to Europe for a couple of weeks. And then you'd be like, who is this guy who I've never heard of? main eventing raw on a Monday night. That's going to be me next week. So uh, you can check that out. And also if you're a fan of the Chicago bears, I hope that you've already subscribed to the sick podcast with Adam rank, where we talk about all things Chicago. As a matter of fact, I'm leaving right now. Going to switch over. Going to go recap the first night of the draft, which obviously did not have a lot of impact for the Chicago bears, but we're going to talk about what our division rivals did preview. What's going to happen on night two. And then, over the weekend, we'll be breaking down the Bears' uh, draft pick. So if you're a if you're a fan of Chicago, then make sure you're subscribed to the Sick Podcast with Adam Ray. Do you want me to get Derek Kaczynski like in touch with you so you can have him on there? Both Chicago follow, guys? like Talk legitimately to him. follows me on Twitter. I might DM him. I don't know what's more. I don't know what would be the best best yeah, way to go. D- D- DM him. I mean, I can shoot I'll a DM note. him. Yeah, just DM him. You're good to go. I also I also don't want to be an accidental follow. And he's like, who is this idiot? I, I why, like he, he's a he accidentally I think you probably have more followers than he does. Yeah, you're 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 on the NFL network. He loves the Bears. I think he's going to be able to piece this together. All right.
I'm going to ask him though, for sure. Awesome. I'll, I mean, I'm going to be tuning into that. You can download that anywhere you can download podcasts. Absolutely. And we're also on YouTube. So however you like to, to, to bring in this content, we've got it covered. Rob McIntyre co-host of the challenge chronicles they also have a patreon which you can subscribe to and i would suggest that you go buy it so rob can get a new camera and a new microphone that, that would that would be nice if we, we could pull that off. also of course go to fantasizer play in the fantasy game you can join patch league or you can create your own league with your friends uh it's a very easy way to have a great time watching the show all right i'm pat mayo you can follow me at the pme sub to the channel smash the like to the episode play in that fantasy league because it's gonna be a lot of fun i've been making my team as we've been going along here so free to play down in the description all good thank you all for watching i'm pat mayo i'll see you next time experience experience